Welcome to the Podfic for the Love of a Woman, which is us reading a fic that we wrote ourselves. And it is a fanfic uh, that is derivative of Stephanie Meyer's works. So obviously all rights belong to her. She, she owns everything and all that disclaimer. For the Love of a Woman is it's a very funny story about how that fic came into being at all. But suffice to say that it's a terrible, terrible, intentionally awful fan fiction that contains quite a few horrible things. So if you are in any way sensitive to homophobia, internalized homophobia, misogyny, lots and lots of misogyny, racism, prostitution, explicit and truly awful sex scenes, just as terrible as we could possibly make them. If you are sensitive to gaslighting, to sexual harassment, to stalking, implications uh, referenced suicide, then this is not the fic for you. I should probably add in that there's also adultery and sort of dubcon, which is a word that you will know if you know AO3. If you do not know AO3, then that means dubious consent sexual situations. Just this is a horrible fic for people with strong stomachs. If any of what I listed sounded like you will not find it funny, then you will not find this fic funny because it is a terrible comedy about terrible things and you have been warned. Now that I have warned you, I can tell you that this is... Uh, <laughs> that was quite no. the warning. All right. This is the unexpected love story of Edward Cullen and Jacob Black. The one timeline we can f- see where those two might feasibly get together. Well, we are planning on doing this kind of, you know, post-fic episode where we will talk about the fic and explain everything about how it came into being. And this will just be the chat. Uh, well, this will just be a brief introduction. And to make it brief, I am now going to go straight to the summary. And the reasons why we even wrote this horrible thing, you will have to wait until the very, very end to find out. Or you can stalk <laughs> us on Tumblr. You can also just do that. It's all laid out yeah, there. Yeah, it's all there. But uh, if you want us to talk about it, we'll... Get to it later. All right, let's Much do later. this. With Bella and Edward's wedding night fast approaching, Edward is growing increasingly worried about the odds of Bella's survival. When Jacob finds out about their plans to consummate the marriage, the two have a man-to-man talk. Together, they form a plan to save Bella, get laid, and win half the kingdom. Chapter 1. There had been no conscious decision. No one asked Jacob, of course, but if they did, he'd want them to know that. He never decided anything. He'd never been given the option of deciding anything. Bella had made it all too clear that his opinion meant nothing. Oh, sure, he was her sunshine. He was important, but not enough to change her mind. Not enough for her to reconsider becoming a blood-sucking demon. One of them. For that bastard who'd left her with nothing. Jacob didn't get to decide things. He didn't decide to be a wolf, didn't get the girl to even consider him as an option, and everything else Sam decided for him. So, for the record, he didn't decide anything that night. If you ask him, he didn't remember anything at all, just a black oppressive haze since that morning, when he'd had what he thought would be his last conversation with Bella Swan. Well, If she had her way, then it would be. He couldn't believe her. Jake, I love him. She'd said, as if she hadn't just told Jacob that her dream in life, her grand ambition, was to let the leech turn her into blood, bone, and brain matter on a too expensive silk sheet. And she'd had that look on her face, too, 
the look she always had on her face ever since he and the rest had returned to Forks. Her eyes would practically light up. There was always a smile on her face. And for lack of a better term, she looked like a girl in love. He'd feel sorry for her if he wasn't so angry. He almost hadn't met with her either. Ever since news of her wedding had dropped, when Edward Dickface Cullen had purposefully dropped that little nuke right before the battle, Jacob hadn't even been able to look at her. Bella had given him an invite, of course, begged him to come for her big day, as if it was something he should be happy about, but he'd had no plans to attend. He'd leave town, and by the time he got back, well, Bella wouldn't even be anything anymore, which was the choice she'd made, he guessed. He just thought, well, he hadn't thought being fucked to death by a vampire was how she'd want to go. He spared a brief moment's gratitude to the fact that he was so angry. If not, he probably would have started crying right then and there. There'd been a lot of that recently. Somehow, the conversation must have ended. He couldn't remember what he said, what he did, but he must have said something. He couldn't remember how he spent the afternoon either. All he knew was that, by early evening, he was standing right outside the Cullen's glass dollhouse, balancing on the knife's edge of shifting. Edward came out to greet him. Jacob felt a surge of hatred rise at the mere sight of the leech. Even in the dark, you couldn't mistake him for a human. Not if you knew what he really was. His face was that of a corpse's, bone white and frozen stiff, making each movement he did make, each flash of an expression, that much more unnatural. In life, perhaps, he'd been good looking. Jacob personally didn't see the appeal, but he guessed he could imagine what Edward Cullen might once have been. Vampirism, though, had robbed him of any human features. This was what Bella wanted to become. Out of sight, but not out of hearing range, Jacob heard the swift footsteps of the other Cullens leaving the house. Edward must have told them to give him privacy. Good. That would make it easier to kill him. Edward's lips twitched as he caught that thought. Hello, Jake. He said quietly. Jacob hated that voice. It sounded nothing like nails down a chalkboard, yet it had the same exact effect on him. It wasn't sickly sweet, per se, but that was the term Jacob wanted to use. It was something uncomfortably, unnaturally pleasant sounding. Something that made you shudder at the very sound of it. For a moment, they just stared at each other, sizing the other up. Jacob supposed it was natural. He'd always thought they were coming to this, no matter how many times Bella said, Switzerland! In the end, only one of them would be left standing. That was the natural course of things. Bella told you. Edward continued, the corners of his mouth twisted downwards. For once, Jacob was almost glad Freakward was a telepath. Save Jacob the trouble of saying it out loud, of having to say those words out loud and make them that much more real. It's not as if I want this either, Jacob. Edward erupted, his face a sudden, tortured mask, as if he were standing over Bella's corpse already. It was... Such a sincere expression, even on the face of a demon. Jacob blinked. What? he asked dumbly. I don't want this, Edward repeated, actually hissing out the words like a fucking cat. You don't want sex. With Bella? Jacob said, the words falling out of his mouth of their own accord. Jacob? No, he wasn't going to kid himself. He'd thought about sex with Bella. A lot. More than she could ever know. 
and probably more than Edward Cullen had ever wanted to guess, even after having shared that cozy tent with Jacob's thoughts. Jacob very much wanted sex with Bella. Even now, even after all of this, he wanted sex with Bella. Wouldn't happen, of course, but that didn't mean he didn't think about it. A lot. Lamard's lips twisted into a grimace. Yes, thank you, Jacob. He muttered. It's not... Edward cut himself off, purposefully looked away from Jacob, and if he were human, Jacob bet he would have been flushing with embarrassment right about then. I find Bella very attractive. It felt oddly unconvincing. Edward glared at Jacob. I am deeply in love with her. He added, despite Jacob not having said a word of protest. Jacob threw up his hands in self-defense. And she's a very beautiful woman whom I fully intend to make my wife. However, there are issues that she refuses to consider properly. Like the fact that you'll fuck her to death. Edward seemed to physically shrink. It was as if the vampire was folding in on himself, making it so that he appeared hunched over, awkward, and... Oddly like the skinny kid who plays the piano but sits alone at lunch. Gone was Mr. Superior Cullen, replaced by an awkward teen, whose girlfriend wanted him to fuck her to death. Jesus, Jacob breathed, feeling like the wind and all of his rage had been punched out of him. Yes, quite. Edward agreed with a small huff of self-derisive laughter. He cut himself off and a look of misery came over his face. Can't you just say no? Jacob asked, but this just caused Edward to wilt further. Bella was very clear on the experiences she wanted to have as a human. At Jacob's unimpressed look, Edward added, She drives a hard bargain. A hard bargain? Of what? Never having sex? Jake guessed that would be a buzzkill, but she'd relent on that one eventually. Plus, Jacob wouldn't say he always understood Bella, but he was pretty sure she'd be down to have sex after she'd become Mrs. Fangface. Of course, then Edward would be fucking Mrs. Fangface, but for him, that should be a jolly holiday. Edward squirmed. Actually squirmed. Pity they were talking about the imminent fuck-to-deathness of Jacob's lady love, or he would have been enjoying this immensely. She won't marry me if you don't have sex, Edward blurted. The words so quick, Jacob almost didn't catch them. The edges of Jacob's vision went black. A desperate white noise entered his head again as the implications rolled in. His skin tingled, hot and cold all at once, as it always did when the shifting was imminent. Edward sank down to sit on the stairs, as if willing to accept his fate. The rage didn't abate, not really, but it did ease for a moment. They were silent for over a minute. Uh, I know you don't understand. Edward finally said to his feet, not daring to look at Jacob. She doesn't either. You come from a different time, from a different world. But understand that I love her. Surely, Jake, even you can understand that I want to marry the woman I love. Not really. The leech had his priorities the wrong way around. Were Jacob in his shoes, and she was willing to have sex, they would have sex. He wouldn't say no to the ring, at least. He didn't think he would, even though marriage was. Woof, he felt young for marriage. But the sex? Yeah, Jacob could get behind that. Jacob had had many a fantasy with Bella just begging him to have sex. Teach her what a real human man feels like. A few highlights made their tour through his brain as he thought about it. 
He tried to stomp them down. Wouldn't do to entice the telepath, make him change his mind about his priorities. Jacob's stomach felt suddenly cold when he saw the look on Edward's face. It was a look that Jacob remembered seeing on his face once before, or at least he'd seen a hint of it then. It'd been in that tent when Jacob had provided the human heat that Edward himself could not, and he'd watched as she'd clung to him. He'd looked bitter then, jealous, covetous, and enraged that Jacob could so easily do something he'd never been capable of. But there'd also been a hint of something else in his expression then, something contemplative. It was that expression that Jacob was looking at now. Jacob, I made you an offer once before. Edward said, looking very serious. Or rather, I implied that I might make you an offer. Jacob blinked. He did not want to guess where this was going. Or rather, he'd already made his guess, but there was no way. No. Whatever Cullen was about to say, it was... Well, it wasn't that. But Edward only nodded, slowly, a smile spreading across his face as he bobbed his head. He looked deranged. Yes, Jacob, he said. Dude, Jacob couldn't help but blurt. He felt he had more to say to that, but the words wouldn't come out. It's the perfect solution, Edward said, not concerned in the least. Yeah, Jacob was sure that Bella was going to love that explanation. Bella, he could picture himself saying with a grin, it's a perfect solution, right before she had Charlie shoot him through the head. Dude, I think you're going to have to say to me, in your own words here, exactly what it is you're suggesting here, buddy, Jacob said, gesturing vaguely with his hands, and distantly surprised to find himself whacking a finger at the vampire. Bella wants a human experience. Edward breathed. She wants it with me but you're the one who can give it to her. He paused and lifted one uncomfortably suggestive eyebrow at Jacob. Yeah, Jacob got that bit. He just, usually, in his fantasies, Edward Cullen was a pile of cinders if he existed at all. Thus far, he'd never presented Bella primed and ready for sex to Jacob, then politely vacated the room, if not his future marriage. Oh, no. Edward said. I'll still be there. What? Jacob asked. And Bella? Jacob breathed, his head spinning. He felt like he might fall over. Also, there. Jacob felt very lost. Are you familiar with the term menage à trois? Edward asked, looking more pleased with himself with every syllable coming out of his mouth. That sounded like a pastry, but judging by the context... Jacob had a horrible feeling it wasn't. Think of it this way, Edward said, pale hands gesturing as he spoke, as if to emphasize whatever point he was trying to make here. Bella's made it very clear that it's me. She wishes to be in her bed. And this way I am. Only you, someone she also, unfortunately, cares for, will do the heavy lifting, so to speak. Jacob might not be as learned as Dickward, but it didn't take a genius to figure out what heavy lifting meant. And you'll be doing what? Jacob asked dully. Edward took the question in stride. Kissing her? Being with her. Just because I won't be doing the hard labor doesn't mean it won't be a celebration of our love. Jacob had nothing he could say to that. 
the most important thing is that Bella gets her human experience. Edward concluded. Dude, Jacob said for the second time that night. Are you saying it rather I take? Huh? Edward visibly flinched on the last words, as if they physically pained him as much as the idea of Cullen sleeping with Bella pained Jacob. At least they agreed on that much. I'm saying that I'm picturing you cuddling my bare ass while I do the humping and pumping. Not a turn on, man. Edward gave him a look like Jacob let one rip. That's not at all what I'm suggesting, Jacob. He said disdainfully. Jacob, if we're going to do this, we need to respect each other's boundaries and agree upon why we're doing this. Had they covered why they were doing this? Edward leaned forwards. We're doing this for Bella. Jacob couldn't help it. He laughed. He laughed harder than he'd laughed in weeks. You think Bella's gonna see it that way? Bella's stubborn, yes, but so am I. Edward said with an unholy determination. She'll come around. Sure, yeah. Just like Jacob had thought she'd come around to dumping Edward. How hard could it be, he told himself, when the guy had left her to be eaten by enemy leeches. She loves his spouse, Jacob. In fact... Edward trailed off for a brief moment, looking unsure whether to proceed. Jacob wondered what could possibly have the leech unsure at this point. He hadn't had any qualms about suggesting a gangbang. I think, perhaps, the greatest hindrance might be to convince Bella to admit that she will agree to this. Edward said slowly. Understand. I don't think she's ever fantasized about it. He added quickly. Merely that I think if he presented this to her the right way, reassured her no one will ever judge her, then yes... I do believe she'll agree to this. God, they weren't even married yet, but they were already swingers. We're not swingers, Edward hissed, looking positively scandalized. I am simply pragmatic. Keep telling yourself that, Leech, Jacob said. Edward blanched. You're saying no? Jacob opened his mouth to say just that, the word on the tip of his tongue. But he couldn't get it out. It was as if his voice had suddenly stopped working. His throat had gone dry and he couldn't say it. He couldn't throw away this one last chance to have Bella. Edward Cullen had handed Jacob the best chance to fuck up his marriage. Bella's future plans to be a vampire on a silver platter. Even if things worked out as Pervard wanted, even then, then this would still mean that Jacob got to have Bella for one night. And he hated himself for wanting that for needing that so badly, but he did. He, he needed her that badly, even if it was just one night. One night with that leech's hand on his ass, because he did not trust that fucker for one minute. Edward's lips twitched, and triumph shone in his snake-like yellow eyes. I knew you'd see a reason. Edward stated, looking unbearably smug. God, what a douchebag. Come. Edward said, rising from his seat on the porch. We have little time to waste and much to plan. Plan? Jacob asked. He thought they'd covered it. Jacob did the deed and Edward cheered him on. Done. Honestly. Edward said with a sigh. You're so gosh. We need to plan how to best get Bella on board with this. Right. Yeah, that wasn't going to be easy. Edward nodded grimly and led the way back inside the house the vampire's crystal palace.
where Jacob would be losing his virginity to Dracula's bride, while Dracula said, boy, there's a good chap, or something. He supposed they weren't British. Oh, that is, actually. Edward said, amusing look on his face. Then, with a grin, It's a good thing you agreed, Jacob, as I would have had to ask Carlyle otherwise. Jacob tripped over the threshold and fell, Bella-style. 